Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Traffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. In an announcement to the Australian Parliament, Prime Minister Scott Morrison stated that an investigation into a parliamentary hack showed that networks from the Liberal, Labour, and National political parties were also affected. Mr. Morrison clarified that there is no evidence of interference for the upcoming national elections in May. The government believes these attacks come from a sophisticated state actor. As a result, electoral commissions have been briefed in all states and territories, and the Australian Cybersecurity Center will make technical experts available to any political party or electoral body. Walmart's latest earnings report U.S. sales up 4.2% over the same time last year and a 43% rise in e-commerce sales in the U.S., beating analyst expectations. Walmart said the strong e-commerce growth was due to the expansion of its grocery pickup and delivery business and broader offerings on Walmart.com. The company ended relationships with Uber, Lyft, and Deliv while adding new partners like Point Pickup, Skipcart, Axle Hire, and Roadie while adding additional partnerships with Postmates and DoorDash. Walmart expects to offer pickups at 3,100 locations and delivery at 1,600 locations by the end of fiscal year 2020. The EU Council has agreed to the EU Copyright Directive, which includes articles designed to make websites liable for uploads in certain instances and limits what snippets websites may display from news organizations without seeking a license. Finland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, and Poland were the only countries to object to the directive. The directive now goes to the committee and then on to the EU Parliament vote in March or early April. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman reports his sources say Apple's project Marzipan aims to let developers build an app once and run it on iPhone, iPad, and Mac. Starting later this year, a new developer kit will let people port iPad apps to Mac. By 2020, iPhone will be added to the kit. By 2021, the kit can then merge three ports into one binary, so they won't need to be submitted to each store separately. Apple will likely announce details at its developer conference, which takes place June 3rd through the 7th. Samsung announced the Galaxy Fold, the phone that unfolds into a tablet. It has a 4.6-inch front display and a 7.3-inch Infinity Flex tablet display when unfolded, contains 512 gigabytes of storage, and can show three apps at once in a tiled mode for multitasking, and can switch between screens without pause. The Galaxy Fold arrives April 26 in LTE and 5G versions, starting at $1,980. Samsung also announced new versions of the Galaxy S10 with an in-screen ultrasonic fingerprint reader that can work with wet fingers and three rear cameras. It can also wirelessly charge other devices. The $899 6.1-inch S10, the $1,000 6.4-inch S10+, Plus, and the $749 5.8-inch S10e are available for pre-order, shipping March 8th. A version with 5G will arrive later this year, coming first to Verizon in the U.S. YouTube says it has terminated more than 400 channels, disabled comments on tens of millions of videos, and reported illegal content to authorities for violation of its policies. Nestle companies, AT&T, Hasbro, Epic Games, and others have all paused advertisements on YouTube over concerns about appearing alongside videos shared by pedophiles. A source told Ars Technica that Disney has also paused YouTube advertising for the same reason. Facebook is removing its Anavo VPN app from the Google Play Store. The VPN service will continue to work for existing users, but eventually will be shut down. Facebook used data from the app's users to conduct market research, but it has since stopped doing the practice. Facebook has also stopped recruiting new users for its Facebook research app for Android. The iOS versions for both apps were banned by Apple. 
And finally, HTC announced the Vive Focus Plus, which includes a pair of its updated motion controllers the company first announced as developer hardware back in October. The Vive Focus's original single controller supported three degrees of freedom, and these new controllers support six so that it can be tracked as they move around as well as rotating on the spot. This puts HTC in competition with Oculus's Quest, a standalone headset with two controllers due this spring. The Vive Focus Plus is aimed primarily at business customers and will be available in 25 countries, including the USA, Canada, the UK, Australia, Japan, and China, though no word on pricing yet. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.